Hello lovely souls. Welcome to the Two Souls One Chai podcast. With me Umair and my lovely wife Rabil. This is a podcast where we talk about living a good story. Our aim is to share personal development insights for young adults using Islamic philosophy. So what are you waiting for? Grab a cup of chai and come join our conversations every Friday. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Well guys, we are back uh, after a few days and a few days or a week. A we week, skipped a week, a week right? We skipped yeah. a week. Yeah, uh, we were traveling and uh, it wasn't conducive to actually record. Uh, but well, we are back with another topic. Uh, and like like we say, we want to keep it fun, informative, uh, give you some actionable, actionable uh, takeaways uh, after you listen to each episode. And the topic for today is having fulfilling relationships in life. And interestingly, uh, when most people, they hear about relationships, the first thing that comes in their mind is a relationship uh, with my spouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's keep it Islamic. Otherwise, it would be a relationship <laughs> with someone uh, of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if we, today we want to talk about having fulfilling relationships, mm-hmm. right? I think there is a key question that needs to be answered. And that is, what exactly is a relationship? Well, what do you think? What exactly is a relationship? I mean, let's. But before that, actually, before we answer that question, yeah. uh, just to add on to your point, uh, which is, we're not just talking about fulfilling relationships when it comes to marriage, or when it comes to your spouse, or when it comes, to, or when it comes to relationship or friendship with the with the opposite sex. We're talking about relationships in general, relationship with your family, relationship with your friends, uh, you know, your relationship colleagues. with your colleagues. So it's about relationship, having fulfilling relationships overall, you know. Exactly, and, so, and, and I think, you know, uh, based on that, there is a key question that needs to be answered is, what exactly is a relationship? What exactly is a good relationship for you? you know? For you, uh, and you know, uh, I think this question may sound simple, mm-hmm. uh, but to actually answer it, uh, it's pretty complicated. Uh, in fact, guys, you know, since you're listening to this podcast, uh, I would suggest pause. Pause. Yeah, you know, maybe on your phone or if you have a piece of paper, write down. Uh, I think that a relationship is dash dash <laughs> and answer it. Yeah, you know, it can be a few points. You know, it doesn't have to be just a one liner. Yeah, it can be a few points, like a few aspects that makes a relationship fulfilling for you. Exactly. So since we're getting them to answer this question, you should also answer it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Why not uh, ladies first? Ladies first. Acha. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, a good fulfilling relationship is first and foremost where I feel at peace. My heart should be at peace with that person. Yeah. Be it my spouse, be it, uh, you know, my friend or a colleague or whatever. I should feel peace in my heart. That's yeah. my first definition that I think a relationship is peace. And the other thing is, a good relationship for me is where I can grow with that person. I can yeah. improve myself and also that person is willing to grow and improve with me. 
like you know to me a good relationship is where someone can guide me and tell me where i'm going wrong so to me that is a good relationship well i think that's uh, that's a nice way to put it uh if i am to answer this question uh i i normally answer such question on a very philosophical or, or poetic way but um to me a relationship it's i i'll quote something from the quran um and to me it's when our lord speaks to us and says that uh your spouse is a garment for you mm. and to me basically that simply means a relationship is where you can be transparent mm mm-hmm. you can be who you are yeah uh spiritually mentally emotionally physically and there is a sense of openness mm-hmm. and trust uh and alongside acceptance. and acceptance uh for your partner uh i think once you do find someone that because if you look at it you know if you're wearing a piece of clothing right now uh like i'm wearing a kurta right now beyond between my physical body and the kurta there is nothing um and based on that between you and your partner everything needs to be very open there needs to be trust mm-hmm. like how when i don a piece of clothing i trust that it will keep me safe mm-hmm. if it's winter it's going to keep me warm similarly my partner will be there for me uh at every juncture of my mm-hmm. life that's very so, beautiful that is how i would answer it so like i said it was maybe a bit too philosophical <laughs> oh we do need to pause <laughs> so you know guys uh i think there is no right or wrong uh, answer to this question uh, whatever uh statement that you have used to answer uh, the question that would be your starting point you know uh, maybe that is your general definition mm-hmm. of a relationship to be and although like like i said i i only answered a part where uh, on spouse mm-hmm. you know when i quoted from the quran uh, that is primarily for spouse mm-hmm. uh, but a relationship like i said we are speaking about uh, beyond just uh, your partner mm-hmm. so i uh, answer it that way and you know using that statement or the impact that statement when you now you read i think it has on you it's important that you reflect mm-hmm. uh reflect uh maybe on one of the relationships that you have in your life while visualizing that statement that you have written and you know basically reflecting how do you feel in that particular relationship does that exactly. relationship make you feel empowered does it make you feel at peace or does it make you feel you know man <laughs> so basically <laughs> so you have to sit down and reflect on that and you know kind of prioritize which relationships you want to put your energy and your time on right you know after you reflect like the first thing is you reflect what aspects of uh, what are the important aspects that you want in your relationships after that sit down and think what do you even have those relationships in your life mm-hmm. you know those ideal relationships that you want and if you don't have those let's say those kind of relationships then start working towards building a fulfilling relationship based on your definition yeah and uh, i think one of the thing that we have to be aware is that uh 
I think we all have experienced that in our life. Uh, a particular relationship in our life uh, may view, may actually change the way we view all relationships mm. in our life. Uh, and a lot of people tend to do that even without realizing. Mm. And one cannot uh, measure all the relationships they have in their life just because they had one or two bad yeah. experiences. So, and also yeah. at the same time, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not just the relationships we experience, but it's also the relationship we see. Perhaps, mm, you know, the relationships yeah. we see growing up. You right, know? right. Uh, sometimes just seeing those uh, kind of relationships makes us, you know, kind of negative about relationships in yeah. general. And that's why it's very important to reflect and to be aware of, you know, uh, these things because sometimes we sabotage ourselves and we end up, you know, letting go of a good opportunity or a good relationship just because we have this negative notion in our mind because that's what we have seen all our life, you know. Sometimes there are a lot of people who have only seen negative relationships yeah. growing up. So for th- that's why it's all the more important that you sit down and reflect on perhaps the things that are, you know, restricting you from actually having a fulfilling relationship with someone. Actually, uh, that's... Uh Really good point. Uh, if you if you look at what a lot of uh, psychologists or especially child psychologists, um, they mention is that while a child is growing up, uh, the very first relationship that they see in their life is between their parents. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason that relationship is not rather fulfilling, yeah, it will shape uh, the, the way the choices that they make yeah. in their life. Uh, and you know there, there, there is a old old uh, saying that uh, a man always looks for his mother uh, and his wife, and uh, a wom- a girl will always uh, find uh, a father, f- someone similar to a father in yeah. a spouse. That only happens when uh, people think that it only happens when relationships have been positive. But interestingly, a lot of people yeah. take that negativity that they have seen and it has been inbuilt in their mind that this is how a relationship, a relationship with a partner should be. In fact, sometimes, sometimes, uh, interestingly, sometimes you know that that particular relationship isn't good, but because you're so familiar to it, you end up choosing that for yourself too. Even though you know that that particular thing is not good but the thing is psychologically it's easier to choose what's familiar yeah that's why i feel like i mean for young adults or uh you know you know young adults who are going to be parents in the future inshallah it's so important to you know make sure that your in your house or your home has a positive environment so that your kids when they grow up yeah they can choose fulfilling relationships right based on what they are familiar to you know so that familiar should be good exactly so, uh, you know, like, like we actually uh, asked earlier to answer uh, the question, what a relationship is to you. And I think a lot of people, uh, maybe even you would have answered it in a way that is basically a bond that you choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a relationship is something that is destined. Mm-hmm. You don't actively choose. Uh, maybe it's something similar to what Rabil said. Uh, a connection with another that allows room for both to grow and to be nurtured uh, in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the other reasons? I mean, could be? some people might actually think that relationship is a lot of hard work 
or mm. or full of compromises and you know you just have to give in some people would define relationship you know as that and others might also uh, define it as an opportunity to experience joy and connection you know so it can your definition can be very negative or it can be very positive it yeah. depends on how you look at it and i think one of the best way is to actually after you've answered that question is to take a moment to think what you believe are the three you know the three most important aspects of any relationship and if you could maybe write down you know uh, x y z mm-hmm. uh, uh my reasons i think that would actually allow you to embark uh on a journey towards fulfilling relationships in your life and i think it's also very important it's very important to note how you look at relationships because yeah. if you're going to be very negative then no matter how good a relationship is you will always look at it with that lens so it's very important to make sure you're looking at things with the right set of lens basically not to paint all relationships with the same brush is that the color, phrase brush color i don't know i <laughs> uh, but to not paint it with the same color i think i think our audience gets what i'm saying but uh, I think yeah uh, you know it is important that uh, one has to remind themselves that uh, your attitude toward any relationship in your life will directly impact how ful- fulfilled mm-hmm. you feel uh, with them uh, so you know at, at, at the end of the day uh, relationships let's be honest there is hard work uh, any relationship yeah. there is going to be hard work there may be times uh, where you need to compromise uh but at the end of the day it's if you think the relationships are all about hard work and compromise then you will somehow have relationships that are all about hard work and compromise yeah. if you think relationships are supposed to be all lovey dovey like like a bollywood movie uh well that's not realistic either it is not going to be realistic mm. so you need to be very clear on what exactly uh, a relationship would be in fact a fulfilling relationship uh should be because uh, let's let's all be fair here you know uh life involves a lot of juggling mm. and we juggle a lot of things and uh, whenever we juggle things there is definitely going to be someone or the other part of that and so Uh, let's all remember that the quality of our lives does depend on the quality of our relationships quality is quality. the keyword quality quality yes, yes not quantity but quality yes uh and how you know the the the, the next thing that i i think it's very important for young adults uh because a lot of them are young adults you know you moving from schooling to career you may have made some good relationships some relationships may not carry on with you for the rest of your life but what is a foundation of a good relationship well to me honestly i think the foundation of a good relationship is how do i put it when i feel like a good relationship is when two people with the same mindset with the same goals and the same vision come together so i'm not saying that two people have to be exactly the same but rather the overall mindset or the way they look at life should match so that even if there's differences in personalities even if there's differences in strengths and weaknesses because you have the same common goal same vision that will build a solid foundation at least that's what i feel and i think uh uh since we talk about islamic philosophy here 
any relationship needs to be on the right path. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I want to quote something from the Quran over here. It's in chapter 43, verse 67, where it states, you know, uh, it's written that close friends on that day will be forced to one another, except for the righteous. And I think that is very important. Any relationship, and over here, yes, uh, it's being spoken about friends. But I I believe any relationship uh, needs to be righteous. Whether it's your friends, your family, uh, your spouse, your colleagues, uh, any relationship that you want to bring along with you in the long term, it needs to fulfill what the Dean teaches yeah. us. And if something that is not within uh, that, that circle, mm-hmm. then I think it's important. Um, we actually see, uh, again, a lot of people may, may misinterpret this. They may misinterpret as, uh, can I only have relationships uh, with people from my dean? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it mean that I cannot uh, have a relationship, maybe a working relationship, a friend, mm-hmm. a colleague uh, from uh, someone said not within the dean? Uh, definitely not. I mean, our dean actually tells us to respect uh, everyone, uh, to show compassion towards everyone. But to be righteous, I think we need to remember that it has to be within that Islamic uh, so, framework. Yeah, you know? framework, exactly. And you may have someone that is not from the deen, but there is something righteous you can learn from yeah. them. So it's always said, you know, uh, take the good from everyone. Leave the bad. Leave the bad. Because uh, you may even have people uh, who are part of the same deen, mm. but there are some things that you may not want to follow. Exactly. So always uh, look at it that way. And, uh, and and to add on to your point, I think as young Muslims, we should always keep in mind that whatever relationships we are fostering, it, it shouldn't just be for this dunya or just this life. We should always keep the afterlife in mind. 100%. We should always think that can this person lead to a good outcome in the hereafter. Yes. So that is something we should always question ourselves because even in this verse, you know, when it... Uh, the day is mentioned, right? That is the day of judgment. So yeah. we need to constantly remind ourselves about the, about the hereafter. 100%. And, you know, there are uh, some of the steps that we think young adults could leverage uh, on to build uh, a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And the first one is that if you, if you are uh, in a relationship with someone, Again, guys, reminder, relationship does not only mean a spouse. It could be a friend, a colleague, a co-worker, anyone. Uh, each person does his or her best given the circumstances. Uh, if you have to decide that, well, we're going to come together, we're going to maybe start a business, we're going to work together in the same office, while you are maybe studying in university, that's a relationship, uh, a buddy. It needs to be in a way where both uh, of you decided you're going to give your best yeah. keeping the circumstances in mind and to be actually fair be 50-50 yeah. a relationship is like a partnership it's a two-way street two-way street yeah so it's very important to also make sure that whoever you're in a relationship with is also putting in the effort right. it may not have to be equal 
because everyone's best is different you see so as long as you know that the other person is giving his or her best shot and is doing his best then you know you're in a good relationship you know yeah, i think if you're giving in your 100% they're giving in their 100% it will eventually be 50-50. Yeah. Uh, maybe one will may do 5% more, five others 5% less. Look at but it overall. Overall, yeah. you know, you're giving in your 100%, they're giving in their 100%. That will actually uh, help you build a solid foundation. Yeah. And the second thing that, you know, uh, we feel that creates a solid foundation in relationships is to deal with comp- uh, conflicts in a respectful manner. Yeah. You know? to understand that there will be disagreements there will be disputes there will be disappointments even exactly. you can, when you when you you know cherish someone and when you love someone there's bound to be disappointments as well right that's part of part and parcel of life and relationships so how you create a solid foundation is to deal with it respectfully yeah and uh, to actually add on uh, there is a saying by prophet muhammad peace be upon him is Verily, one of the good deeds to be rewarded the fastest is reconciliation with one's kin. So, uh, if you have a conflict, uh, try your best to reconcile. Yeah, and communicate, you know. Communicate. Have yeah. an open communication. Discuss what are the issues. And again, there's a difference between confronting someone and communicating with someone. When, yeah. you, when you're confronting, you are going with a negative mindset, you know, that I'm going to uh, blame him or her, that you did this, you did that. That is confronting. But when you're communicating, you go with a compassionate mindset that, hey, you know, I I value you and I want you to be in my life. But there are certain things that are not right. Let's communicate it and see if we can find a solution together. Yeah, actually, in fact, that I think is also, like you said, have conf- uh, conversations, not confrontations, is actually the third point, right? Yeah. Uh, and there is, again, I'm going to quote uh, from <laughs> Abu Dawood, uh, there's a hadith. Uh, it states, it is not permissible for one Muslim to distress one another. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, confrontation creates that distress. Yeah. So don't have that confrontation, have a conversation. And, it, and, you know, the next point, coming to the fourth one is, uh, let's say you have some uh, some disagreements, uh, something is not working out. Aim to fix the situation, not the person. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what we try to do is change that the person, person yeah. you know. Uh, we try to change people. Uh, we ignore the situation. We There's always a blame game. Yeah. Uh, People change by seeing who you are. Uh, that's why Odin also says, uh, a Mumin, a Muslim, is an ambassador for the religion. Uh, people, uh, a lot of people back then when Islam was spreading, a lot of people accepted it because the way the Muslims, their behavior, their fairness, their compassion, their care, their trust, um, their openness, you know, uh, the way you behave will actually change people. Yeah. So if you're in a problem, don't try to change the person, fix the situation. Yeah. Changing will happen, takes time. As long as you hold your ground well, you're nice, mm-hmm. they'll actually respect you more for handling the situation in a very respectful, yeah. fair manner. And the impact you will see in that person changing 
is a lot more than telling someone, hey, change now. Yeah. So, change yeah. people through your actions and your behavior, not by lecturing them and telling them that you're wrong in this or you're wrong in that. Exactly. Uh, the next point, the fifth one actually is, be prepared to be vulnerable. You can't close yourself up if you, you want can't. a fulfilling relationship. You need to be able. You need to be ready to open up and share your true feelings and thoughts with someone who you want to have a fulfilling relationship with. Yeah, here I think uh, I want to add on is someone you want to have a fulfilling relationship with. Yeah, it doesn't mean that everyone you you open up and be vulnerable to yes, everyone. Not everyone. <laughs> not everyone, right? But when you have decided, well, I'm going to have a fulfilling relationship with this person or that person, then it's important that you be ready to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if they are also on the same boat, they're going to open up themselves. Yeah. Uh, it's a two-way street. I think this is more applicable to your uh, you know, partner or your spouse. This particular point, I think, is more applicable to those because I think it's better to be vulnerable and open up to your partner instead of everyone. No, and I think at the same time, when, uh, like we were speaking earlier, uh, friends who are righteous. True. Uh, that you want to walk on the path of deen towards the learning of the deen. Uh, maybe you are deciding to help people. Mm. you got to be vulnerable. <laughs> this is what I was saying. I, I, I feel like a good relationship is where, you know, someone tells me where I'm going wrong. And I love this about you know, us that if like I'm saying something wrong, Umair will explain it to me in a nice way. Or if Umair, I feel like, mm, like you're saying it, yeah. so then I will, you know, share with him my opinion yeah, or my yeah. viewpoint. But There's no I, right or wrong way. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, that, I knew you wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no right or wrong way, but it's good to have someone who, you know, shares with you a different perspective, perspective because it yeah. opens up your mind. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that, that's why it's all the more important to be vulnerable. Exactly. So that's that's point number five, right? So the and last, okay, you the can last one. No, this, go ahead. So the last point is <laughs> to have a good, solid foundation is to be open to forgiving one another. You know, I always uh, think of it in this manner that when we make a mistake or when we wrong uh, ourselves in some way, we always expect Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to forgive us, right? We're like. You know, please forgive us for what for our shortcomings. So if we expect Allah to forgive us almost immediately, why don't we forgive His creations? You know, why don't we forgive the people around us for the small things or the shortcomings they have? Because nobody is perfect. So that's very important to be forgiving and to be open. To yeah, them. and I think if you have that instilled in your heart uh, that my Rabb is the most forgiving, ever forgiving, uh, and then you see one of his uh, creations make a mistake and you are in a position uh, where your Rabbah has allowed you to make a decision and if you can forgive, then be f- forgiving. Yes. And, and in the circumstance that you don't want to forgive, do not cross the limits. There are times uh, where certain mistakes, in, in, in order to improve people, uh, a lesson, you know, uh, they need to be taught from that experience. Or they say a lesson need to be taught, mm. but do not transgress. Yeah. Uh, there are outlines for it, but the best of it is forgive. Yep. And more than forgiving is, I think, also to add on is when you have made a mistake, 
be ready to apologize. Yes, that's the other aspect of it. You know, it's it's a lot of people take it on their ego. I will not mm. ask for an apology, but sometimes you just have to be be vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> ask for that apology, and you'll be surprised. Most of the time, people tend to forgive. Yeah. They're just waiting for that apology. And you know, just like a personal example, uh, Omer and I have, you know, sort of like made this rule that we will not go to sleep until we have, you know, let's say if we had a, have a disagreement. Until Omer has, <laughs> has asked an apology. <laughs> until, you know, we're settled, we're sorted. Even if, you know, it gets late, we, we make sure that everything is you know, cooled down and, you know, we have forgiven one another and we have said our stories and usually we make sure that we both say this. Yeah, even, even when his uh, <laughs> was on the right, still apologize. And then, you know, after that we sleep knowing that, hey, all is good. So I think that's very important as well. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just uh, to quickly recap the six points that we think, I'm sure there will be a lot of other points, but six things that we think are good building a solid foundation one uh, the first one is each person does his or her best uh, in that given situation uh, the second one is we need to deal with conflicts in a respectful manner the third one is to have conversations non-confrontations fourth one is aim to fix the situation not the person fifth one is be prepared to be vulnerable and the sixth one is be eager to forgive and open to apology. Mm. Uh, well, we're towards the tail end, and and no, it's just summarize podcast. So, um, how how would you actually want to sum this episode? Mm. Well, if you think about it, all of us have this inherent need to be loved, to be cherished, to be respected, and if we right. understand this, we we'll understand that it's not just us, but everyone around us deserves love, deserves respect, deserve to be cherished so when you when you do that you naturally become compassionate so you know show respect show love and i think be be unconditional in the in the love you give to others yeah and and, and i think uh, the the to add on to what you said is to actually give it wholeheartedly mm. uh, before you expect to receive it exactly be unconditional yeah uh, and you know uh just want to share one last uh, quote before we end. Uh, it's by Abu Huraira. May Allah be pleased with him. Uh, relates that Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, Allah will ask on the day of judgment, where are those who loved each other for the sake of my glory? Today, on a day when there is no shade but mine, I shall shade them with my shade. Uh, it's in Sahih Muslim. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's very a very beautiful way to end so, this off. Uh, to conclude this, everyone, uh, guys, relationships in your life are very important. Uh, we cannot live alone. Uh, we do not live in caves. Uh, well, if you're living in a cave, I'm sure you would have someone with you also <laughs> in this day and age. But um, we cannot live in isolation. Yes, so we're gonna always be dealing with people, and every relationship you make in your life. Weigh them, uh, evaluate them, and if you do decide to embark on that relationship, ensure that it's fulfilling. And remember, it's a two-way street. Uh, you gotta, you gotta give first in order to take. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's 
where we would like to end this podcast. Yep. So, uh, well, guys, uh, you know, uh, we actually have a mentorship program on relationships. Uh, we are actually thinking of working on our next tool around relationships mm-hmm. as well. If you think that you want to discuss more, uh, go to our website, twosoulswanchai.com backslash mentorship. Yep. And uh, right now we're giving away 30 minutes free mentorship sessions. Come have a chat. Uh, uh, I'm and sure, let's see how we can work together. Yeah, I'm sure uh, we'll learn a thing or two and you may learn a thing or two. So till then, uh, take care and Allah Hafiz. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Two Souls, One Chai podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow and subscribe to us. And if you found something of value, do share it on your social media platform and tag us. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Moreover, we would like to thank Anchor which allows us to create these amazing episodes and bring it to you all. And if you have any questions or thoughts, hit us up on hello at twosoulsonechai.com and don't forget to follow our website for more content each week. Till then, take care and Allah Allah Hafiz. Hafiz!